everyone. I'm Margie Alanese, and this is Farm Her Talks, thoughtful conversations to connect and inspire the farm her in all of us. So we are, you know, wrapping up one year and looking at the next, and I'm thinking about ways that I can go into this next year. Like, I got this, right? Like, these are the ways that I'm going to be on top of a few things that are bothering me. And, and you know, this is um, my... 40, <clears throat> 40th year of life that I'm headed into Ooh. here. I know. So welcome, Katie. Hello. Katie Crow. You guys have heard her before here on Shining Bright, and she's got her own podcast. Yeah. Uh, it's Uplifting Your Life. Uplifting Your Life. And people can find it. Um, like Anywhere they find their podcast. Podcasting. Like wherever yeah. you find Shining Bright, be sure to look up uh, Uplifting Your Life. It's a yeah. newer thing that Katie's uh, doing. She started it this year and it's it's pretty awesome. So I know we all need a little uplift now That's and right. then for sure. <laughs> we all do. Yeah. Yeah. So Katie and I go way back and it's fun to have her in the studio today. And as I was saying, I'm headed into my 40th year of life. So I young. don't know how. So young. It's so bizarre. I'm going to say this on every single episode. Like, it just sounds like a disconnect from my what? brain. <laughs> I, anyone I, I've heard say they turned 40, they say that's when everything in life really starts to click. It is. I feel way more confident. I feel like I, I like yeah. I, it, many things, but mm-hmm. I also know that there's a handful of things that like you just ignore um, forever. Yeah. Right. And, and one of those is like my shoulder, right? Like, right. So, you know, just, as we talk into way, about mm-hmm. ways to go into this year, like I got this, like mm-hmm. I can't just avoid things anymore. They don't just like kind of go away. They, they like build up. And they so do. Right. I, I it's easy to, to ignore a lot of things physically yeah. through your twenties and even thirties. Yeah. And then sometimes it sneaks up on you. Dang it. I know. Yes. I think more than sometimes, like always, right? Like we can't, we can't it's avoid the something. fact that uh, we, we need to take care of our physical wellness. Right. So, yeah. Um, so let, let's take, spend these next few minutes talking about resolutions and then yeah. we're going to jump into uh, specifically some fitness and health Yeah. because you don't just have uplifting your life. You have uplift fitness studio. You're a realtor. Correct. You, you have like 400 things. You're like a superwoman. You always have been. <laughs> and, um, but, but the studio is actually where our office is. Yes. And so, uh, I walk past that studio all the time and think, man, I should come to a class. Hey studio. <laughs> Bye studio. And then I go sit at my desk and hunch my shoulder and then yeah. my shoulder hurts. Um, but no, seriously. So, um, do you have any resolutions? First of all, are res- re- resolutions crap or not crap? Not crap. Right. No, I think they're fantastic. Right. I think they are because it helps a lot of people reset their goals. A lot of people think, oh yeah, I want to lose weight. I want to get healthy. I want to feel better. I want to have more energy. And it's so easy to stop thinking about those things through the year. Right. We're so busy. Everyone's busy, whether you have kids or you have a business or you're full-time working, whatever. We get so busy. Those things they fall off of our plate. It's true. And so it's so great to have a time like the beginning of the year to reset. Yeah. To refocus. You're right. I, I always, so I come up with a bit too. So they're not crap. I agree with you, but they're crap if they're just the loftiest goals ever. Like I'm going to quit. Like I'm not going to drink another drop of alcohol. I'm not going exactly. to, I'm going to go yes. to an exercise class every single day at 5am. Right. You know what I mean? Like these are the they things They have to be real, real, realistic. Yeah. And for yourself. Yeah. Like if you are setting goals that are completely absurd for your lifestyle, you're going to be disappointed, yeah. you know, and we don't want anybody to do that. We want everyone to set goals that can be reached. Yeah. So, uh, do you have a resolution for yourself? I do. So my studio is starting a fitness challenge 
at the beginning of the year for yeah. six weeks. And so we will be doing a lot of extra exercising, a lot of um, food prep, nutrition focus, and a lot of things like that. Yeah. Outside of fitness, um, I haven't really thought about any other resolutions yet. I like to wait till the last minute. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. I know you'll get it done because I know who you are. Yeah. You'll, you'll have one. Yeah. For me, it's um, just thinking about some of those things that like I've avoided maybe for too long, like mm-hmm. actually do just drink more water and come up with some sort of simple plan to, right. to make that happen. I don't know what it is. Right. And like I, I'm a hunter, so I'm going to try to like sit up straighter at my computer because yep. I am having this like perma problem with my shoulder now. And I, I just saw this new gadget you can get. Oh, it's like a necklace and it, there's a thingy that hangs in the back and it vibrates every, every time you hunch. I, I don't know, maybe every time you hunch or every 20 minutes or something. And then it makes you <laughs> Amazon, I probably order that right now because I need <laughs> something I to thought, keep me on wow, track. That's whoever made up that. It's pretty amazing because we, you know, just totally unconsciously start doing that and lean over and then it's like, oh, set up straight again. There's other hunters out there in the world is what you're <laughs> telling is, me. Yeah. Sweet. Well, um, yeah. So those are a few of my very basic ones, yeah. but like things that, you know, those There's, aren't getting better. So yeah. I might as well add those to my yeah, list sure. of things. Yeah. This has got to be like one of the top resolutions out there. I would imagine like Always, if I could pull every everybody, year. raise your hand right now. If fitness is a resolution of yours, yeah, I'll put it on mine too, right? Maybe don't walk past 90%. your studio, maybe go in, maybe step foot inside. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, fitness, uh, food, right? Like mm-hmm. health in general. Drinking is, more water, having more focus, setting yeah. new business goals. It's always at the top of the list. Yeah, yeah. So um, you have a fitness-focused business. Right. How does your business change on January 1st? Oh, my gosh. Um, well, usually it's January 2nd because mm-hmm. everyone's right. recovering Slightly hungover. a little bit on mm-hmm. the 1st. Yeah. Um, and our class sizes double at the beginning of the year, because like we said, everyone's without you, know, you having the, to do much work, like it just happens, right? right? People that are is like, something that I've just happens, to go. right? Yep. And that's without a push of a button. That's just people come because that's their goal. They yep. want to. Um, and then that first week classes are huge. And then the second week they're not because um, people tend to set goals that don't work for them. They're not realistic. And then they burn out really fast. Or if they set a goal, that is somewhat realistic for their life, it's easy to drop off in a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you see in those first, that you probably see like that first week, that first month, and then I bet that next three months is just uh, mm-hmm. like a bigger cliff, right? Right. So it's, and every year it's the same trend and not just my studio, but I see it in other gyms around town and around um, everywhere in the country. That's the trend. People come and they're so gung ho and they hit it hard. And then they're like, oh my gosh, I can't handle this. This doesn't work for me. Yeah. And then they fall off. Yep. So we want to find a way where people can stay with it. Yep. Okay. So with that said, uh, with the the special viewpoint that you have of talking to people about mm-hmm. as they're leaving, I'm sure people like tell you what's going on or maybe mm-hmm. they just disappear. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever's uh-huh. easier, right? Mm-hmm. But um, from your viewpoint, what are some ways that people can stick with those health goals? Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. you already said make the right goal, right? Right. Like, so that's the first thing is make the right goal that works for you. Because again, if you know, if you work a 40 hour a week job and you're expecting to hit the gym three times a day, that, you know, it just doesn't work. So make a goal for maybe one time a day or every other day, right? you know, to give yourself a break in between setting the right goal that works for, you know, your life, your lifestyle. Yeah. Also, um, a lot of statistics prove that if you have a friend 
or meet a new friend at the gym, oh, yeah. you're most likely to stick with it a lot longer. Oh yeah. Erin, who's not here today, mm-hmm. she's she's usually here. She's kind of MIA. It's, you know, the holidays right. today. And uh, we traveled together. I, I am a like workout every day and I run. Uh-huh. That's my easy answer. That's uh-huh. why I don't, I, you know, like I don't have to make time for something else. I can right. do that on my own schedule yep. and, and that's fine. That's what works. But um, Aaron and I traveled together and we were gone for like five days and uh-huh. she was like every night she was like, so you're going to meet me at the gym in the morning. And I was like, am I, I don't know. I guess I am. She'd be like, see you there at six. That's and I was exactly like, what works. And then I didn't want to get up, but I was like, I have to, cause that, what's she going to say to me? She's waiting for you. Yes. <laughs> I know. Yes. So it keeps you accountable. Yes. That accountability, especially if you know that someone's going to pick you up in your driveway. Oh yeah. That's oh, even that's, better. Yeah. So that's, maybe that's, like trade back and forth, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'll pick you up one day. You pick me up the next. That's right. Because if you're laying in bed at five in the morning and you know that they're coming at five 15, yeah. you're going to get up. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Or, or even if they're, you're not carpooling, if you know that your friend is waiting for you yeah. at the gym, whether it's for a treadmill or it's for a group fitness class, it, it just works that um, that accountability holds you to it. Oh, yeah. You're either going to lose your resolution or going to lose a friend. So, right. Yeah. Like, let's Pick not the lose the lesser a friend. of the evil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, so having that's a, true. Yeah. I would say having someone... Um, to go with is important. And if you don't have someone that's willing to jump in to the ring with you, make friends at the gym. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's an interesting thing. Like find a, like a buddy system at the gym, right? Like I'm sure there's other people that are in the same boat and positive. Because I guarantee you someone else is in the same situation you are. They want to go to the gym. They don't know anybody there. They're also scared and nervous. And, you know, you guys can make the best of friends. Gym buddies. That's right. I love that about your studio too. It's focused on women. So yeah. uh, you you kind of have like, it's not like it's not a safe space with men there, right? Like right. I've been no. to gyms <laughs> with with all kinds of people, but right. it it is like a little bit more people who are like probably dealing with the exact same like fears and, yep. and thoughts that you are. Yep. And it does just open up the conversation that they're not afraid to say things like that out loud. Yeah. You know, like, oh, this hurts this part of my body. And they're not afraid to say it out loud because right. <laughs> it's just women or right. whatever the right. situation. Um, yeah. I feel like people can be a little bit more open. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. So that is, uh, is there any other ways that people can stick with their health resolutions or their fitness resolutions? To, to stick with it, um, I think to actually, uh, two things. I think to write it down for yourself, Ooh. give yourself uh, visual notes. Maybe it's on your bathroom Maybe mirror. put it on the wall. Yep. Yep. I don't know. Maybe it's right next to your bed. Put it, frame it, put it next to your bed, yeah. you know, like stick to your goals, yeah. whatever it's going to say. Um, I like to put sticky notes on my bathroom mirror mm-hmm. so that when I'm getting ready, I either remember something about that day or just, uh, you know, something I'm doing. And that's my goal. Um, another thing would be to verbally say it to yourself. Right. Um, like reassurance to yourself. Yeah. I am going to the gym today. Yeah. I am. Keep I'm going it yeah. over and over. Right? right. I don't know. I think if you keep saying it to yourself, it's going to be more likely to happen. Yeah. If you say I'm drinking more water today, today's the day I'm drinking more water. And you say it out loud and not just think in your head. Yep. I think it's more likely to stick. I agree with you. Like just reminding yourself, right? We're all busy. We all have a million things flowing mm-hmm. through our mind. Um, you know, something that I, I was talking with Ava last night in the car and she was talking about soccer and, mm-hmm. and we were talking about some friends who, um, are doing something and, and the little girl decided that, you know, maybe it wasn't for her anymore. And, mm-hmm. and I, I think that there's like this sticking point that happens with anything uh-huh. if, if it's something that you're kind of meant to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you, you got to like have a goal and a need to be doing it anyway. Yep. But 
it takes time to create a pattern it and to, to create, to see results. Right. Right. And so like she was saying, like sometimes like a few years ago, I didn't really want to do soccer anymore, but I'm glad I got through that. Cause now I love soccer, right? you know, and I didn't like quit and I'm like, yeah, you, you know, kid, you're, you're 10, but you're right. It's exactly right. <laughs> it just takes like doing it over and over and, and, and mm-hmm. putting that time in. Mm-hmm. Like with anything in life Mm -hmm. before it feels comfortable and like something you're going to stick with. Right. And even if it is something you stick with for, say, three months, you're still going to hit a slump and you have to stick with it. Um, I mean, we all hit slumps in all kinds of aspects of our life all the time. Mm -hmm. And to just stick with it, stick with it, especially if you know it's something good for you. Yep. So people who are going into it, maybe at the first of the year, look, think, okay, I'm going to spend this money right now. Is that something you see? Like what's Mm -hmm. a tip for getting beyond that? Like, oh, I don't have the money for the gym or I don't right. have the money to spend on myself. Right. So that's hard. There's um, there's lots of people that do come in and will just say, you know what? I'm going to pay for the whole year, which is great because mm-hmm. maybe for them, they know I paid for the whole year. I'm going the whole year. Yeah. And some people do do that. Some people can't afford to right. drop that much money at once, especially right right after the holidays. Right. Yeah. (laughs) The time I'm the most broke. Yes. So um, I would suggest doing a monthly membership somewhere. Mm -hmm. And if you can't afford that, there's always online options Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, there's pros and cons to that because online options, you're typically by yourself, which loses the buddy aspect. Um, But if you can stay accountable, Mm -hmm. there's even online um, physical uh, personal trainers. That can help you too. Yeah. And so that you're accountable with them. Um, I don't know. It's a lot cheaper to do it. Some options online, but there's options for everybody to find something that works for them. The point is to be moving, right? Keep moving. I just saw a stat that half of Americans are going to be technically obese by the year 2030. Just crazy. I I feel like just keep walking and moving. moving. Walk, (laughs) run, you know, get up and down out of your chair. Yeah. And it it makes a big mental difference for me too. Okay. Awesome. This has been a good conversation. Um, So we have been talking about uh, resolutions, fitness goals as Mm -hmm. we head into this year. I know you all have them. I know you Mm -hmm. all maybe kind of despise them or or think about like all the ways that you've fallen apart before. So we're talking about ways that like help yourself stick with it. Right. right. And I know that these are, might be the same things you've heard before. Mm -hmm. Maybe not, but you know what? We need to hear them over and over and over. It's like a repeating tract. Yeah. But we need to hear it because we need to give ourselves the reminder and maybe give your friends the reminder, the family, whether you're making the goal, they see it, they're inspired by you, however it works. Yep. Yep. And I I saw a theme through what you were talking about before, whether it's the body system or putting up notes for yourself or, you know, just saying it out loud. It's almost like you have to guilt yourself into doing it. Almost. It's something we love to hate. Yeah. Like I'm not saying guilt trips are great, but they do work. Yeah. Sometimes we need it. Guilt yourself into it. Whatever you have to do to like give yourself that commitment level. Right. Right. It's just all about commitment. However, you you stay committed. Yeah. So on that note, I, I have something I, I want to talk about, but I, mm-hmm. I know we want to talk about a few more, um, like what are some other things that, that we can put on that list of resolutions as we go into this year that might make a, a big difference for a little or no spend and might, um, you know, like be something that we can somewhat easily incorporate. Like I, I know you've got more on that list. So you mean outside of fitness Yeah, or, or in general, like, um, uh, drinking more water. Oh, right. Okay. So I think, um, Drinking more water is crucial. Again, I know it's like a repeating tract. People say this all the time and we even think it, I need to drink more water. But if you don't do it, pick up my glass of water right now. If you don't have water readily available at your desk, in your kitchen, 
it's just not going to happen. So um, if you have water bottles, a fun water bottle always helps, right? It really does. Why it does. I don't know. There's there's science behind that. Mm -hmm. And uh, fill three of them. Oh, okay. Don't take one. Fill three of them and put them at your desk. And then you're mm-hmm. just going to keep drinking. You know, I have these uh, big, uh, they're they're not hydro flasks. Mm-hmm. They're thermo flask. I mm-hmm. got them at um, Costco. Yep. And if I fill those up with nice cold water, not like ice water, but just nice cold water, mm-hmm. I find myself, I, I'll drink the whole thing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And another thing is um, sometimes people do other tricks to get themselves to drink more water, mixing in mixers or crystal light. Crystal light, yeah. And that's okay, but um, we really want people to get used to just drinking plain water. Right. Right. Because oil, it's like the oil to our body. Yeah. And so we do need more water and having one water bottle is fine. If you're going to refill it, a lot of people don't. And then when they do get up to get a new drink, it's easier to go to a sugary beverage. Yeah. And you know, I, I tend to get caught up in this. Oh my gosh, like that. I have an water bottle at home already, but maybe if it's buying yourself a new water bottle once mm-hmm. a quarter, yep. like think about how much less money you're spending. Like three Starbucks drinks yep. is probably the cost of one really decent water yep. bottle. Right. 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 So, yeah. you know, don't, yeah. don't feel bad about buying yourself a new water no. bottle here and there. Um, That's going to make you I can't you even more. tell you how many water bottles I have. Yeah. We, we have a whole cupboard just for the water bottle. And later on in this show, we're going to be talking about decluttering and we have the same problem. Yes. Like I need to actually thin those out, but it's yep. okay. It's, it's, okay. it's okay. Everybody, everybody goes through this. You got to find the lid. If you can't find the lid, <laughs> get rid of it. Where do the lids go? I don't know. <gasps> oh my gosh. So that's really important is water. And then we also, we all know that eating clean food is really important yeah. for us too. Mm-hmm. And it's hard because in today's society, we have commercials and ads just thrown in our face about crap food, Yep, just crap food. So I really suggest getting rid of the crap. Yep. Like don't, don't fill up your pantry, right? Because if it's in your pantry, it's probably not the best thing for you. That's right. Now I realize that those are staples and there there's time and place for those mm-hmm. for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, it, back to that guilt. Um, we just went, we, we went on vacation and yeah, we ate too much mm-hmm. and, um, that tends to happen on vacation. Yeah. So we came back and the first thing I did that day, I went to Costco and I bought way more vegetables than I would ever buy. Right. right? Like I bought all the spinach, all the peppers, a yeah. huge thing of mushrooms. Yep. And then I was like, okay, it looks like we're eating vegetables for three meals a day. Can I be the person I hope to be when I bought all this produce? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what? With meal planning for two weeks in a row, we have gotten through. Did you really? We, we still have some spinach, which have I know we'll still get through. Have you ever had that like amazing accomplishment, like a self-accomplishment be like, we did it. I know. We and it wasn't bad. Like before I, it went bad. I don't hate mushrooms and peppers now. Like yeah. it was fine. We came up with some new recipes. I mean, it's great. Like, Google, you know, yeah. it's not t- tough to find new That's recipes. Right. Yeah. And so just try something different. That's and right. They, like just stick a meal plan. A meal plan makes meal plan. all the difference. Yep. So if you buy four pounds of peppers and mushrooms, mm-hmm. just make a meal plan to cook those and then you'll be fine. Right. 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 But it, it does help you stick to it. So that crap food, I know I, I always try to like look at my pantry and go, you know what? Don't feel bad if it's not full because right. if it's full, it's no. full of stuff that's yeah. full of we recently, uh, salt and sugar. Yes. Processed stuff. We recently um, cleaned out our pantry and our kids were like, where's all the good stuff? I know. I'm like, my well, some of it's still there. It's just organized. Yeah. Um, so crap food, what I think crap food is, is um, carbs and carbonated beverages. Yeah. R is for refined sugar, which is like um, white sugar or like Skittles. <laughs> like, I love Skittles. Definitely Skittles. 
for example. Um, or um, sugar in everything, though. Like, if yeah. you look at the product, the, the labels, I mean, there's sugar in things that you wouldn't expect and, sugar to be in. Yes, and syrup. There's, yep, yep high, syrup. Fr- high fructose corn syrup is in, and it has hidden names, too, so you have to be careful, but right. that's in everything. Um, so, again, A is for artificial color, mm-hmm. because if you have an artificial color, it's definitely not a real food. You're right. Yeah. And and I'm a big fan of, like, less is more. I mean, I... Mean, I you know, there's a place, there's a time and mm-hmm. moderation and everything, right? Like I, Absolutely. you look at my pantry and I've got some little Debbie snack cakes and I've got right. goldfish and I've got, right. But you can't live off of it. No. So yeah. bits, bits of those things. But I always tell my kids, if they're trying to pick one thing versus the other, and mm-hmm. one is like bright blue, I'm like, Hey, we probably don't need the extra right. dye that's in that, like exactly. going into it. So mm-hmm. let's just pick the one that's, you know, yep. the color of corn <laughs> when it comes <laughs> the best, to cereal. Yeah. The color of something you can find growing Curious. from the ground. Right. Yeah. Um, and then P is processed food, which is basically everything in the middle of your grocery store. Yeah. So if you're grocery shopping and, and you shop the perimeter of the store, you're going to hit your meats and your dairy and your um, vegetables and your fruits. All the cold. And then, yeah, anything pretty much hidden in the middle of the store is going to be our overprocessed stuff. Yep. Yep. That's a great tip. I mean, you know, like I said, everything in moderation, but mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, mm-hmm. um, it's true. Yeah. So then if you do go to the grocery store and you fill up on all this really good stuff, then you can start meal planning, meal prepping for all of your meals breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I, I get overwhelmed by that thought. I'm like, Oh, I have new, new recipes and whatever. Yeah. I find if I just take like 10 minutes, it doesn't have to be perfect meals. I don't have to have right. the biggest and best meals every day. I just That's need right. food in our bodies. That's like, right. And so if I actually do that, we stick to it. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Right. Yeah. Right. Cause I yeah. buy the food and right. then I'm like, we're not going to waste it. Right. So if you have your chicken breast and you have some zucchini in the fridge, yep. you're not really going to want to, you know, order, ch- order pizza. If you already have a plan right. in your head. So it's a lot easier to stick with it if you plan. plan. That's right. Plan yeah. ahead. Mm-hmm. It does. It makes such a big difference. And and I, you know, like you don't need all the apps. You don't need all the, like you don't need a planning service or anything. That's Literally, right. like I use Google Keep and then it shows up on Tony's phone and my phone mm-hmm. and that's free. And, you know, mm-hmm. like then we can share just, it's a basic list with yeah. recipes and a menu. Yeah. And I think you're onto something where you said you don't need oh. all these apps because we get overcluttered with that and we yeah. get overstressed about trying to make it perfect. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be. Yeah. You can throw a bunch of stuff in a skillet and call it good. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. pounds of peppers and mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah, there's a lot of different things you can do to meal plan, meal prep and not overstress. Okay. Katie, where can people find you connect with you online? Yeah. So you can find me um, on Facebook at Uplift Fitness Studio. Um, you can find us at upliftfitnessstudio.com and you can also find um, my new podcast at Uplifting Your Life on yes. Facebook and anywhere you find your podcast. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you. You made me feel better already about ways that I can, uh, maybe easily tear into 2020 Yay. Uh, feeling a little yeah. better about myself. Good. So thank you for being yeah, here. And thanks for Brett. having me. Yep. So in the interest of helping us get our lives in order, because we're like flying into a new year here, can't believe it. It's unbelievable. I know. I know. We've got a new guest in the studio and Aman, Amen. Amen. and Amen from Happy Healthy Home. And I was, uh, when I put together this episode, I was um, Googling about like, 
I mean, I know the two biggest things that I deal with when I go into the new year, right? I'm going to be more healthy right. and I'm going to get my house in order. Yes. Get our <laughs> lives in order, right? Yeah. Which um, you're in my home studio. So you know that maybe that hasn't happened yet. So I'm glad you're here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Anne has this business called Happy Healthy Home. But let, let's go back a little bit. I'd love, I, I haven't met you before. You know, I found right. you on Google. So um Tell me a little bit about yourself and how you came to have a business as a professional organizer. So I've enjoyed organizing my entire life, mm-hmm. starting out when I was little. Um, when I do presentations, I actually have this picture that I show of the junk drawer in my mom's house. Yeah. And it's organized with Velveeta cheese boxes in little Tupperware oh, containers. That makes and me that feel good. And that was probably the first thing I organized <laughs> when I was probably eight or 10 years old. And it still works. Like the whole point is... Velveeta cheese boxes work great, yeah. right? You don't have to do something huge and amazing to implement organization in your, in your life. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm a wife and a mom of two teenage girls. Okay. Um, I've always loved organizing. Mm-hmm. I've tried to teach them. I don't know how much they've learned. <laughs> well, they're teenagers. One more so. than up the other, I think. Yeah. Um, about three years ago, I had a lot going on in my personal life, and mm-hmm. I just had to look at my life and decide what was making me happy and what changes I needed to make. Yeah. And I decided to pursue this dream of starting my own business. Good for you. And so I launched Happy Healthy Home uh, two years ago. It was two years ago in January. And it's been an amazing ride. It's been great. I love that um, because we talk about that a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. I've been in that same boat uh, when I started Farm Her. And then, uh, you know, at certain points along the path, you have this business and you're running after this dream and then you go, okay, what makes me happy about this? I got to reel it in over here or push it out over there. And so I love that, that you started this because it was a passion of yours and something that made you happy. Like I feel good when things get organized. So I can imagine that you just feel awesome every time you get a project completed. Absolutely. And I enjoy helping people. I've worked in healthcare for 20 years before this. I still do that just a little bit. And I was a little worried when I was leaving healthcare that I wouldn't get the same patient relationship, right. but I'm actually getting it much deeper and helping my clients. There's, yeah. m- I mean, multiple studies out there have proven living in an organized space and having system orga- systems of organization release stress. Oh yeah. Right. Oh, when yeah. you're surrounded by clutter, your m- brain is cluttered. You just can't think straight. Right. And I'm able to help give that to my clients. And it's wonderful. And it's an emotional process for many of them. Oh, yeah. Because we, we, we connect to stuff, we right? We do. We tie our emotions to stuff. Yeah. And you come in, you come into their space and you, you help them. So I can only imagine that right. it is filled with emotion. And I mean, I've tried to help like my mom. I, I mean, I, I have some clutter. My mom, my mom is a collector, right? She loves... Uh, to gather things and I've tried to help her and it's a very emotional, like there's a big emotional attachment. Emotional. Yeah, Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it also depends how many years of stuff you're going through. Yeah. Like, especially if your mom's lived in the same house for a lot of years. Yep. It's a, it's a big thing. So it can be overwhelming. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, you started this business three years ago. And so tell me about like what you do with your clients now. Like who does a, a client look like for you and how do you help them? Like what, what are your services? What does your business look like? So it can be anywhere as small as helping with one project, like helping someone organize their kitchen. So we take everything out and we evaluate what they use and don't use and put it back in an organized manner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and 
putting things where it makes sense, like your silverware next to the dishwasher and things like that. Right. Um, and sometimes it's a whole house decluttering. Yeah. I have some clients that have, we've gone through every room in their house. Yeah. And sometimes that just helps make sense of where everything is and things get moved around. Um, I've had quite a few people that we've gone into the basements, like 30, 40 years of accumulation in the basement. Yeah. And sorting through all of those things. And it's just doing it one box at a time. It doesn't matter the size of the the scope of the project. It really is one box at a time, one room at a time. Yeah. And you just make decisions on what to keep, what to get rid of, whether that be sometimes it's garbage. A lot of times it's donation. We do a lot of donating. Yeah. um, And finding new homes for things. So I I have a question. So say you're going to go through um, a a spare bedroom Mm -hmm. in a basement, right? And you've got boxes in the closet and you've got all kinds of stuff. Is there kind of like a rule of thumb that you give people when they're going through something? Like um, I try to keep in my mind, for example, and I don't, I don't know that this is super successful because sometimes I talk myself back out of it. But if you haven't like touched this in a year, do you really need it? But if you look at my closet, I still have clothes from like, you know, 15 years (laughs) ago. And and so obviously I don't stick to that. I talk myself back out of it. But is there like a, maybe there's not a, that is a good rule of thumb if you haven't used it in a year. Yeah. Um, sometimes when people are hesitant to get rid of things, especially like the say kitchen appliances or whatever in the kitchen. So you have a hard time remembering the last time you used it. Mm-hmm. Try boxing it up and putting it in the basement and putting the date on it. Oh yeah. Set a reminder on your calendar for a year later. If you really have not touched it in this year, you know, you probably you don't need it. You probably don't need it. Yeah. And it's also the rule of how many do you need Every kitchen I go into, I swear they have 15 <laughs> spatulas. Yeah. There's no way in a day of baking you're going to use no. 15 spatulas before you run the dishwasher. No. You know, some of those things or like your big crock pots. Um, I have one, but when I need more, I borrow from friends That's because I only need it like twice a year. Do I need three large crock pots? Right. Things like that. Right. That's a very good point, right? Like you can borrow and they can borrow from you too. Right. You know, and everybody's different. What my mom has in her kitchen compared to what I have are completely different. Right. My mom might make six pans of bars and nine by 13 <laughs> pans and take them somewhere. Shoot. I mean, that's really might happen. It's legit. That will never happen in my yeah. house. <laughs> Me either, for sure. Uh, but I, I love that. Like how many, because in our world, things pile up. You know, I always think, and maybe this isn't true, but it seems to me like a lot of things are cheaper than they were. And so, you know, it's easier to accumulate more stuff. Like there's just so much more stuff out there. Like Amazon is at our fingertips and (sighs) there's the Dollar Tree and there's, there's all the places that you can get all kinds of stuff. You can get it now. Right now. And And we want it now. Right. Right. And it's hard to deal with multiple, like with the influx of stuff. And a couple other good rules. I like to say if it's something that you don't know the last time you've used it. If it costs less than $20 and you can go out and buy it again in 20 minutes, don't hold on to it. It's just really not worth taking up space in your home. Mm -hmm. If you might use it in five years, just go buy it again. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, you are sitting in right now, this is our studio. It used to be our storage space. We effectively have almost no storage space in this house. Um, there's like a little bit under the stairs and you can't wow. look back there right now, actually. Like you, I can't let you look back there. Um, because you know, my spaces don't look perfect. Right? I, know, I know they don't. It's I'm a photographer and I don't have pictures of my kids. So, you know, it's, it's same thing. Perfectly fine. But um, I, sometimes I'm like, gosh, I wish we had more storage space. And then I'm like, why? You know, what, what are we going to store? You right. know, um, spatulas. Right, exactly. <laughs> we might get back out. <laughs> but yeah, no, I love it. Okay. So we're going to be heading to break here, but when we come back, I want to talk about some of the kind of the 
things that you see people going through when a new year starts like these <laughs> let's talk about these resolutions and maybe you where you see people falling off and a little bit more about that process because great. Uh, I know um, that I can't be that different from everybody else out there and and it started like a week ago, actually, because it over the holidays, everything fills up, right? Like your, your calendar fills up, your house fills up, like everything fills up. And I kept telling Tony, I was like, everything's too full. Like, oh, I want to dump out all the drawers. Like <laughs> right, I need exactly. to get rid of all of it. So I know that everybody else out there feels a little bit of that during this season. Definitely. I am like, um, if I had to rate myself, I probably am a like a 60 to 70% organized person. That's it makes good. me feel good to be organized. Like, and it bothers me when things aren't, you know, I like things like somewhat lined up, but then like sometimes I get overwhelmed and I push it off over here and then it, but it, it, it does eat at you if you like completely. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I think this is super intriguing. So I would love to know, um, why do people hire a professional organizer? I mean, probably like if you, if there was someone like me out there in, in your client space, like why, why do you see people needing your help? Mostly they're overwhelmed, right? They're looking at the task at hand and they don't know where to start. Right. That is the biggest thing. They just don't know where to start, especially if you're looking at that storage room and all they see are a bunch of boxes and they're completely overwhelmed and don't know where to start. Yeah. The advantage of having an organizer there with you is I come with a game plan, right? right. I tell you, we're going to go through this box in this order and we're going to separate it. And then I know where everything is as we go. Mm -hmm. And I help you put it back together in an organized manner that makes sense to you. Yeah. Because everybody's house is different. Yeah. Everybody wants things organized a little bit differently and there's no right or wrong. So we work together on that. The other thing, like you said, um, you know, the clothes you have in your closet, you look at something and you talk yourself out of it. Yeah. Having those conversations out loud make mm -hmm. a huge difference. Yeah. I never tell anyone they have to get rid of anything. That is always up to my client. But just hearing the conversation. So we have the conversation, you pull out that dress and I say, when's the last time you wore that dress? And you're like, uh, oh. maybe five years ago. And I say, well, when's the last time you tried it on and then decided not, you didn't want to wear it? True. You know, those are all good signs. Like if I put it on and took it off, that's a really good point. I'm going to need use to get that rid of it because it's huge. This is also why I recommend everybody keep a donation box in their closet. Oh, good. Because it's exactly those things. If you've put that shirt on once or twice and taken it off because you didn't like it, you're not going to like it on yourself. You're next never going to wear it. And a lot of times people struggle with the money that they've spent. Right. Right. Uh -huh. um, the money's already spent. You can't get it back. And by right. keeping that dress that costs you a hundred dollars in your closet, that you don't wear, you feel guilty every time you look at it. Yes. Let it go. You know, don't let that article of clothing or piece of furniture, don't let it hold that over you. Right. Let it go. That's, it's gone. That's great. I love that. Drop, as Tony always says, we pick up these bricks and we carry them. Drop right. that one. You don't Absolutely. need to keep that. That doesn't don't. matter. It's that, not worth it. Yeah. I literally wear like the same five things over and over. Like I'm wearing a farm shirt right now. Um, I pretty much live in jeans and happy, healthy home t-shirts <laughs> yeah. almost every day of my life. Me too. Yeah. I'm with you. Maybe stretch pants sometimes. Right. Too. But um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a tough thing. There is like some sort of emotional attachment because you did spend money on it. That's a really great point that I probably haven't like thought through, but um, yeah, Tony is really good about, I'm like, should I wear this? And he's like, when was the last time? When did you buy that sometimes? And I'm like, is it? Oh yeah. I bought it when I was 25. Right. I'm going to be 40 this year. You know who's really good at that are teenage daughters. Yeah. My yes. daughters, they're really sweet, but they'll be like, mm, 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a so. Wrong decade, mom. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's probably their teenage daughters are really great at that. Probably, uh-huh. I can imagine that. Okay, so uh, people. Obviously, if if you need help, and if you don't have a professional organizer, because I know a lot of the people that we talk to are in rural areas, right? If you if you aren't here in in my area and you can't hire Anne to come into your house, get a friend over there, right? Like, Absolutely, I, I feel like it's kind of like exercising. We already talked Share about this. your time. Yeah. Share your time. Go to one house and the other because you can still have those same conversations. And there's no doubt having them out loud is much different than having them in your head. We yeah. can talk ourselves out of almost anything. Oh yeah, or into almost anything, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I do it. Yeah. You're, um, you're very right. But yeah, if you just take turns at each other's houses or even just going through your closet and when you go through your closet, I truly believe you need to pull everything out and look at it. Not quite Marie Kondo style. I don't know if you've watched her where she piles every article of clothing on the bed at once. Yeah. That mountain's a little bit too much to, to take. Yeah. I feel like pull I'd out all your jeans cry. and then pull out all your shirts and actually look at each one yeah and and make a decision I love it I I love that I I did watch uh that once and I I kind of felt overwhelmed even with that like I was like oh my gosh everything's a mess in my house I can't I can't like do it but you're right like one thing at a time right it doesn't have to be I don't have to tear through my whole house today a really good tip in your closet is when you put everything back turn the hangers the wrong direction. So like the curve is facing you. Oh. And then as you wear clothes and you wash your laundry, you put it back, put them back the right way. And then you'll that see. That is a clear indicator of what you've worn in the last year. I like that. It's that a good thing good. to do at the beginning of the year. Uh-huh. And then you do it again in the beginning of next year. Cause then you've had every season, you've lived through every season. Yep. So speaking of the beginning of the year, that's where we are right mm-hmm. now, or we're, we're tearing up on it. And so what are, do you see a lot of people like, does your business spike this time of year? Yes. I would imagine I've so. I've already had people reaching out, yeah. which is, is great. Yeah. And then do you have repeat customers? How do you see people fall off or like some of those resolutions kind of filter away? It kind of depends. So I have some clients that I actually go back to every month. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Really what they want. They needed an account accountability partner. Uh-huh. And that's what I am for them. Nice. Right. Uh-huh. They know I will be there once a month. Kind of like you hire your cleaning lady to come right. whenever. Yeah. Um. And I just help them keep on track. Uh-huh. And it works really well. Some people, we do one project and that's it. Uh-huh. And the key to maintaining really is scheduling time in your calendar to make it happen. Yeah. Um, I helped a gentleman do a pantry recently. And um, he's like, but the kids won't keep it this way, his little kids. I mm-hmm. said, you're right. They won't. Mm-hmm. But you just if you spend 10 minutes a week and you come in here and just tidy it. it all back up, you can maintain this forever. Mm-hmm. But that's the key. It never is going to stay looking perfect. I can see Tony's wheels turning over there. He's he uh, like the pantry gets to him. Right. We were just having this discussion mm-hmm. before you came in, because if if I know other people out there like me, like I said, your house fills up over mm-hmm. Christmas. It fills up with people. It fills up with stuff. It fills up with food. It fills up with all these things. And I, I was like, oh, my gosh, Tony, I, I have a professional organizer coming on the day that my the house is probably like the most <laughs> cluttered it could possibly be. It's okay. It is okay. It's My okay. pantry is a disaster right now. Yeah. That's on the list for the next week. Yep. It just it gets Put it on way. the list, right? You don't have to deal with it today. So don't let is, it eat you up. That is the other big tip. If you look around your house and you see a bunch of to-dos, make a list of all of the to-dos because once you write it down, you can release that brain energy. You know mm-hmm. it's written down somewhere and you'll get to it when you have time. Yeah. That helps a lot with a lot of tasks in life, really. Yeah. 
And one other thing I loved, I mean, um, you know, we have whole stores dedicated to organizing your life, right? We have a container store, but uh, that's not in my budget to to go fill up on all sorts of pretty things. But I loved your, your you can use the Velveeta box. And FYI, we have an empty Velveeta box hanging out here because it was just the holidays. Right. You know? Exactly. It can be cereal boxes. It can be, uh, there's lots of things you can use. I like using jars for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You can store your beans and, and lentils and things like that in really pretty quart jars. They're beautiful. Yeah. We did that in my sister's house and she has a glass cabinet and it's gorgeous. Yeah. I love that. I It makes me feel so good when I see pictures of like really clean, like, organized pantries, you know, you like, I'm sure that Pinterest and, and Instagram are full of them. I try not to look at them too often because it does tend to make me feel slightly overwhelmed because mine don't look like that. Absolutely. But. And most of those aren't real life, right? Like let's <laughs> They're done real. for a picture, right? They are done for a picture. Yeah. I mean, and that's just part of doing your Instagram before and afters and things, but that's not real life. Yeah. I try to make mine a little more real life, but still, you know, you end up moving things in a little bit to make it look yeah. as good as you can. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I, it's, if I ever think about putting a picture with like the reality out there, it like kind of makes me cringe a little bit. Like right. people, people don't need to know this much about me. Uh, but yeah, that, that is the reality. Okay. As uh, you have been with us, we've talked about ways to get your uh, body in order, ways to get your health in order. And now we're talking about ways to get your house in order or, or your barn or whatever it is that you have that you feel like is, is out of order. So in the interest of, um, being completely transparent, I have junky drawers. We all have a junk we drawer. We all have yeah. junk Like drawers. if you don't have a junk drawer, you can just turn this off right now. I, I don't <laughs> think that like... I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. You're not real. Um, but so I was like, what are we going to talk about? And let's go get one of my junk drawers and let's talk a little bit through it. So we have the biggest junk drawer in our kitchen um, here right now. So... Okay. What? And I'm, I don't even know what's in here, but... So... I say we go through it. Yeah. We decide what really needs to live here and what could live somewhere else. Okay. That's some of the biggest things. Like your packages of seeds that you have here that the kids brought home. First of all, will you plant these? No. Then they need to be garbage. But, um, yeah. That, that's our garbage pile right? over there. Yeah. Um, do we still need the directions to Uno Attack? I don't know. Do we? That's new. Yes. Okay. Then let's let's rubber band it to the game. Oh, oh, good. And then you'll know where it is next time you have it. Okay. That's okay? what we'll do. Okay. I don't have the game in this drawer, but. Right. But we'll put that. That's going to be a pile of to do's that you're going to do or we'll do after we're done. Okay. I like okay. it. Okay. Okay. So this is your. You need this. The student directory. <laughs> yeah. But and there is sh- two of them in here. I did notice. Like, I don't need two. Okay. This is this year's. We're going to get rid of last year's. I like that. That okay. makes great sense. Right. And so. Yep. Um, one thing that can be helpful is if you have a folder or a file or something for each of your children yeah. for whatever they bring home. Yeah. And I don't know if they're in the same school, if you can keep all of that together, but that's very helpful. I do actually have a need. bin and then we separate it out, but I just use grocery sacks. Perfect. It's nothing fancy for each year, right? Fancy. Exactly. Yeah. And so exactly. that's the school thing right there. Okay. Okay. Um, I do like, this is funny. This coupon is like old. I, it's, it expired April 4th of 2019. Garbage. Yeah. Right. But I keep it cause I didn't use it. <laughs> right, exactly. So a lot of it is just deciding what you really need. Um, Fisher Price, you about batteries? No, that we that don't need. Go, right? I, I haven't bought a Fisher Price toy in I don't, I don't know how many years. Right. Oh, all the string. We have all the string in our drawer. Who else has drawers full of string? But Absolutely, those are useful. But that is useful unless it has another home. If you keep crafts somewhere, it yeah. can go with crafts. Oh, good. I do keep crafts somewhere. Right. And same okay. with your magnet. Unless uh-huh. it's something you use up here, I'd keep it with your crafts. I don't your even scissors know. scissors you use regularly. Yeah. Like a lot of the stuff, this is hardware. 
Do you have hardware in the garage? We do. Yep. Right. Yep. So I'm looking at Tony do. right there. That that's yours. With all of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Here we have. Don't stab yourself. I see something sharp in here. These go on the bottom. of These can stay. They do go on the bottom of the chairs in our kitchen. They're those little felt pads that right. have like a okay, nail so in them. So that makes perfect sense to keep yep. them in here. I don't think we have any rechargeable batteries anymore, though, do we? Nope. Rechargeable battery that I probably got when I was, again, like 15 years ago, gone. Right. Allen uh, wrench. Allen wrench, gone. Right. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, I see lots of matches. Those are going to be gone. Right. I, I don't even know what they're doing. Yep. That can be oh, gone. Uh, an old pencil sharpener, gone. Uh, oh, Love a fan. This this is a farm her fan. I'll keep that in my office. Can you put that in the pile of... Mm -hmm. We have a, a growing pile here of things that can go somewhere else. And we have a bigger pile of garbage, which I feel very happy about right now. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. One tea light and a big box of tea lights. Right. Um, I do have a spot for candles, though. So I'll put that away. The box can go in the garbage. Okay. I'm feeling better. When we first looked in the drawer, I felt like I felt kind of embarrassed and like, oh my gosh, what is all this? But, but no, it's I'm really not bad. Yeah. You just yeah. make piles for everything that's in here. So uh, am I weirder than anybody else? No. Okay. This is completely normal. Is normal and drawer. you can see from what we're doing, it's completely manageable. This is yeah. a 10 minute project. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, these, these are all, my mom gives me these Starbucks rewards, but I don't drink this coffee. So these can, I, I appreciate her giving them to me, but stickers and stickers, drawers of stickers, uh, TJ Maxx, that can go away. I don't even know what that is. Uh, it's a receipt, obviously. Uh, here's some gold that if you're from the Midwest, you might know about Casey's uh, pizza coupons. Um, I just turned in my 10 free ones this Gosh. weekend to get a breakfast pizza. You know what? I just read that they're going to go electronic with these this year. So one really? last thing, but, but we're going to keep those the coupons. This is my coupon drawer too, you guys. And that this makes is my, perfect sense. Yep. This is my coupon drawer. So um, yeah. So coupons, obviously. And then like in a drawer like this, right? What what would you suggest to help keep it sorted? Like, I mean, so you, you see this little pink container here yep. at Walmart. They sell something similar to this. They come in packs of this size, two for 50 cents or two for a dollar. I don't remember. And then they sell some smaller ones that are three for a dollar. Yep. I would get a whole bunch of those and line them line in them here. And you could do pens and pencils. I wish I had, I don't have my car full. Otherwise I would just go get some. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Pens That's where I got these. And scissors and things like that yep. and just put like items together. But a lot of the stuff you have in here makes sense to have in here. I think if you have some dividers that would just help keep it help all where it needs so to be. Much. I love it. Okay. Cheap dividers. I'm, I'm coming for you. There you go. Okay. How can people find you? Um, my website is happyhealthyhomedm.com. I'm also on Facebook, happy.healthy.home and Instagram happy.healthy.home.dm. Thank you for all your tips. This Thank is wonderful. Thank you, Margie.